right, welcome to this week's edition of the Cloud Junkies, presented by CloudBolt Software. Uh, I'm joined today by CloudBolt CTO Rick Kilcoin, and we wanted to have sort of a frank discussion today on, you know, cloud management platforms, and, and more specifically, sort of what what are they in the industry at, at, at right now? Like, how are they perceived? How 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 does CloudBolt view it? How how just sort of where our heads are at and where your head, Rick, is at on this subject. And, and uh, the reason I wanted to get into it is, you know, on our, on our last episode, we had the co-founders, Bernard and Augie, on. And Bernard mentioned something really interesting to me that I wanted to dive a little bit deeper into and, and, and wanted to get your insight. So what he mentioned was that we're at a weird place in his mind in the industry where there's all these companies that claim to be for better or for worse, right or wrong, cloud management or cloud management platforms. And sometimes they're automation services. Sometimes they're, you know, they're monitoring services, they're optimization services, and they're all doing different things, but they're all calling themselves the same thing. And, and, and I think he felt maybe that the term has been devalued or, or muddled, but I, I guess that's sort of where I want to pass the baton over to you, Rick, and, and, and say, what, I guess, what does cloud management mean to you? Well, uh, first off, thanks for having me on today, and uh, pleasure to be here. Um, you know, I think cloud management is, is is has matured. Honestly, the term has matured. I think early on, it was a it was a concrete thing. It was a cloud management platform, it was a piece of software that you used to uh, manage your cloud environment, uh, uh, make it make it simpler, maybe maybe get some visualization and so forth. Um, I think with time, you know, it, it, cloud management platform is is uh, with with maturity and, and, and the market growing and, and, and the adoption growing uh, is almost akin to saying you know computer management platform. Okay, it's sort of a, a nebulous term that, that that you know could use a little bit more definition around or, or maybe modernization around what it means today. You know, to me, uh, you know, uh, cloud management encompasses several areas uh, of cloud. I mean, it's everything from security to you know, orchestration, self-service IT, reporting, discovery, all these different elements, uh, optimization, cost tracking, cost optimization, resource optimization, all these things play into that, that overall market of, of cloud management. So, you know, while, while you know, the, the, the concept of cloud management platform, uh, you know, has changed a lot over the years, you know, I think in a, in a large sense, um, it, it's, it's driven largely by just maturity maturity of the industry, maturity of customers, and maturity of the vendors. It makes a lot of sense. I mean, I can't think of any any term that stayed, you know, meaning exactly the same thing when it came about. Um, but I, have you noticed in your conversations, you know, obviously with, with colleagues and peers, any reticence to continue using that term or, or, or reference things as cloud management platforms? I, I guess the, the I'm curious if those things go hand in hand, right? As, as the term cloud management becomes nebulous, does the idea of a cloud management platform, you know, sort of change a little bit? Sure, sure. I think I think you're seeing uh, uh, cloud management kind of uh, sort of settle into sort of key areas, and and I, I always say, you know, it's it's when I talk about cloud cloud management, I say lowercase cloud management, you know, not not the traditional cloud management platform. Um, I, I think um, there's still some some sort of entry points into what was ref- what used to be well known as cloud management platform. One of those of which is uh, 
just the, the idea of self-service. Okay, take mm-hmm. the idea of self-service and, and you know, the idea that you're going to present something to an end user that allows them to come in and consume services that, that are, are located on a single cloud, multiple clouds, private data center, what have you. Uh, and suddenly you start seeing the emergence of, of something that's a little different. Um, that's what we spent a lot of time on with with Cloudbolt is, is focusing on that idea of, you know, hey, uh, um, you know, our, our customers are on a journey. Some some may have are, are still in the data center. Some have moved into public cloud. Some are doing both still. Some have gone beyond and, and multiple public clouds. Um, we want to provide a platform uh, that allows them to deliver those services to end users, uh, and and are with a level of abstraction that. That, that allows those, those end users to be much more productive in how they access those resources. Nate, no, makes total sense. So I think the term is, has, has not, I wouldn't say devalued. I think it's, it's sort of uh, um, become, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's the difference between a cloud management platform and, and, cloud, and lowercase cloud management, right? It's, 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 it's more of an, uh, uh, an area of focus within an enterprise. Like how do I, um, you know, uh, uh, manage it via, you know, whether it's cost management, security management, operations management. Now, uh, you know, one, one key area might be uh, uh, self-service. Um, mm-hmm. Self-service is, is, you know, kind of the, the one of the cornerstones of, of public cloud to begin with. Um, a lot of organizations that, w- that we work with uh, are, are kind of grappling with, okay, okay, how do I take that cloud model and apply it to my IT operations in a way where, uh, anybody, you know, the citizen developer, the hardcore developers, the, um, you know, support training folks and whoever else can go in and get what they need from that cloud as well without, uh, uh, you know, resorting to filing tickets and, and going back to that old sort of service desk model of, of IT. Got it. Um, outside, would you say that self-service is, is probably the most universal use case for, for what, you know, I guess we would call a CMP? Yeah, self-service is 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 at the core of any any cloud operation. I mean, it's 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 what cloud's about. I mean, if you were to take a sort of generic term and say, "Hey, we want to cloudify our business," I, that to me sounds like I want to turn it into something that's that's a self-service driven kind of uh, operation uh, for my 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 uh, users of IT. Okay. So if I want to I want to be a bit challenging for for a second here. So like, like imagine I'm, you know. I am, you know, a CIO, some, some, you know, Fortune 500 company, and I've made the decision, or I guess maybe even, even myself and the CFO have made the decision financially. It's going to make an infrastructure-wise, it's going to make more sense for us to move everything in our system into one public cloud, right? We don't want to maintain the data center anymore. You know, we're tired of having multiple systems. So we're just going to move everything into AWS. So we're going to move it into Azure or GCP or whatever we're most comfortable with. Where at that point, I guess sort of convince me then, like where is that need to have any sort of a cloud management platform, right? Like what, like if I'm saying everything's in one place, why do I need more? Yeah, so great question. Uh, you know, we, we run into that time to time. And I think there's really three key sort of areas to, to sort of focus on. And, and when I say focus on, I want to focus on um, supplying service to that 80 to 90% user base. Okay, your, 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 your mainstream users, let's call them. All right, uh, there's, there's always that 20 to 10% that have uh, um, you know, exceptional needs that go outside the, the, the typical bounds of, of self-service or what I might, might expect from self-service. 
but the core 80, 90%, you know, their areas are security, cost, and access. Okay. And we really, what, 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 what you really want to do is, is make it as simple to secure this, this system as possible. Okay. Uh, uh, you know, giving someone access to the AWS console, you know, it, it sometimes is akin to saying, Hey, here's a key card going down to the data center and, and there's a pile of servers, grab a server off the rack, throw it in the rack and plug it into a network and see what happens. Right. Uh, it, it's very similar. Now there are controls within AWS console to do that, but they're very complex and, and, and can be a little unwieldy for uh, the, the, the mainstream, uh, uh, scenario uh, of where you just want to uh, uh, you know enable them to spin up certain types of workloads. It's it's, it's kind of overkill. Um, the second second area is, is cost. You know once once I've uh, uh, started spinning up these resources and 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 being able to tie them back to business initiatives is key. Uh, and and uh, to be able to say, all right, well this project has a budget of X and this project uh, is currently spending you know Y uh, you know based on the where we are in the month. Is, is a key element to, to public cloud. Now, uh, a lot of the public clouds have their own cost uh, management tools and, 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 mm-hmm. uh, in place, but every business is unique in terms of how they, uh, um, how they budget, how they allocate those funds, how they track those funds. And you need that sort of extra um, uh, capability outside of the, the sort of generic uh, uh, cloud use case. Um, and then of course is access. Like how do I get access to this system? You know, uh, users don't know how to, well, most users, the mainstream user group, doesn't know which VPC they should be using. They don't know which subnet they should be using, which routing tables, which deep, which security groups, and so forth. And I'm just picking on AWS right now. It's the same applies to Azure, same applies to GCP, same applies to even your data center and, and to vCenter. They don't know the answer to these things. And so what we see is, is we'll go to a customer who has you know, volumes of confluence pages that, that say, yeah, well, if, if, if you're in this team, you should be using this stuff. If you're in that team, you should be using uh, this VPC and this subnet. Um, you know, that, that's very difficult. And if you ever want to serve that, grab the biggest bite of, of self-service out of your, your enterprise, you, you really have to solve that problem of like, how do I, how do I bake those decisions? How do I bake that, that workload trafficking into the system? So if I'm understanding that right, it's what you're trying to say is even if you're on one system, Right, your my organization, my my fiction, my fictional organization. You know, we have our own processes already. We have our we have our even if even if we're trying to establish them, maybe they're new, but we have our own way of wanting to do things. And there's a pretty solid chance it's not. Go- you're saying it's not going to align, or at least there's a chance it's not going to align with the public clouds, you know, built-in systems. I mean, there's it's 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 yeah. There's a high highly high probability they won't align. Um, and, and, you know, there's, there's different approaches to that some, some are, well, we align the way the public cloud works. Well, okay. Now, now you're, now you're operating just like every other business that's using the cloud. So all your competitors and, and you, you're all operating the same way. That could be a good thing in some industries and in some things it's in some very competitive industries. It's a bad thing. Um, there's, there's, you know, there's um, operational efficiencies that, that you, you've baked into your business that you want to be able to apply to that cloud. Well, um, if you need that layer of, uh, let's call it indirection, and I use that term way too, too often, uh, level of indirection or layer of indirection. Um, it, it, but if you want that between your business and that public cloud, then then you should consider uh, um, some sort of uh, insulator in there. That makes sense. Um, to that end, right? All of that makes sense to me, you know, and, 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 and where I'm sitting, but... 
if I'm coming at, to it at the table of CMP is muddled, cloud management is muddled. And, you know, I know you and I have, have had conversations, you know, before about like, what are we hearing? What are people, what, what are the conversations being had? And I don't think, to be clear, like, I don't think the term cloud management is going away. I don't think it's necessarily disappeared. No. But I think there are a lot of people who might have convinced themselves, probably within their own ecosystems, their own conversations that they may have convinced themselves, oh, you know, I don't, I don't want a CMP or I don't, I don't need cloud management. I just need self-service, right? I don't need right. cloud management. I just need this like one specific thing. You know, I guess, how do you get around that if, if someone is coming at you like it's a dirty word? How do you, how do you, how do you, how do you explain the value of it, right? Sure, sure, sure. Uh, I mean, there's, there's a few ways. I mean, I, I've, I've worked with, with customers in the past and said, oh, we don't need a CMP. We, we use Terraform. Well, Terraform's not a CMP. Like, like Terraform, you know, is an awesome tool. I love it. Like, but it's far from a CMP uh, uh, when you look at that traditional term CMP. Um, you know, if 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 you know, um, if I was to to sort of go back in time and re, re sort of restate what what I want to call a CMP and the angle that I, I I like is, you know, cloud access portal or or cloud storefront, something along those lines that really kind of, uh, I think, captures more of what, um, you know, I see as being the, 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 the key differentiator and the key, the key value of, um, uh, key value delivered by uh, uh, what some might call a, call a CMP today. Um, I'm not sure I answered your question though. Um, I mean, it's, it, it's a tough question to answer uh, and, I get, and I totally understand that. Um, I think what I'm trying to, to sort of get at is What's what do you say to the person who has convinced themselves they don't need something because of the name of it, right? Even oh, though I mean, they're yeah, right. But yeah, the, I mean, the things they're describing, like the gaps in their system, you know that that's what's going to slot in. You know right. that a traditional CMP or even uh, honestly a non-traditional one that has all those com some of those components can slot right in. They just don't want to hear that word. Well, one one. One common misconception, and, and it may be because the, the term itself, cloud management platform, it's like, you know, is this idea that this thing sits between me and managing that platform. Mm -hmm. So, so I'll come across people sometimes that'll say, "Well, I don't need, a, I don't need a CMP, I don't need a cloud management platform. Uh, we're only using AWS, and I know AWS." It's like, oh, okay, you know AWS, okay, that's great, you can manage AWS, but you know, sometimes you know the the, the term management uh, can be overplayed in, in the in the CMP. Uh, sort of space, like, like, uh, you know, not to, to get into my own product too much, but at, at CloudVault, we've always tried to, you know, if you want to manage your cloud using AWS, go manage your cloud using AWS console, go manage vCenter using vCenter. Like we're about connecting end users to, to, to outcomes that they're looking for from that cloud environment. And, and focusing on that has sort of restated it. And when I, when I can kind of turn shift someone's mind over to the angle of like, Hey, you know, provide users with the ability to come in and get what they need and work what they need and, and with all the governance of, of expiration dates and, and tracking and, 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 you know, optimization, it's, it's a different type of conversation than, than hey, we, we, you know, we're a cloud management platform, which, which early on very, really was like, hey, we're a single pane of glass for managing all your clouds. Like, okay, that's, that's, that's great. That's one piece of it. Okay. But um, again, if you want to make the biggest difference in your organization as you as you uh, transform digitally, it's all about you know operating like a cloud, operating IT mm -hmm. like a cloud, and providing uh, 
uh, end users access to those cloud resources and outcomes with uh, a simple click and, and um, with as, uh, you know, as much guidance as you can to getting them to that outcome. So the sense I'm getting, uh, and, I, and uh, I've been thinking about it for pretty much since we started this conversation is the single pane of glass. I think that's, that's not just you know, a cloud management term. You hear that you know, all over the place for really any kind of tool in any, any field and any discipline that's going to oversee a department with, with some sort of a dashboard. You hear that single pane of glass oversee it. I almost wonder is if that's even the selling point for a CMP or if, if almost the, the, the real meat of it is, is the systems that work underneath it that feed into those dashboards, that feed into that pane of glass, but really keep the entire cloud ecosystem humming. And that's the bigger part of a CMP. Yeah. Am I wrong? Yeah. I mean, I mean, no, I mean, look, like it, to me, it's a single point of access. I mean, the glass, glass side, I mean, that's great. And it's a lovely term and we've been using a lot. Uh, over the years, but like it to me, it's as an end user. The end user doesn't care. They 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 just want to, you know, um, they just want to be able to get into this portal and and get mm -hmm. the the resources they need. They don't care what cloud it comes from. They don't care if it's AWS or it's Azure. Sometimes they don't care about the price, but you can control that. Uh, uh, you know, so so really, it's about like, look, get in, get what you need, get out. And in some cases, it might be get in, get out, and and and. You know, you send a notification, you know, five minutes later when the workload is ready via Slack to say, hey, your your the Jenkins server you've ordered is ready to go. Click here to access a Jenkins server. Um, you know, so so you know that that management term is 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 a tough one because you know, I, I think back to our opsware days, um, or when I was at opsware, you know, we had a very uh, management oriented product. It was, it was, it was sort of at the core of that ITIL story of like your service desk and your service desk is, is, um, sort of your, 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 well, Opsware was sort of this console in your service desk to actually go out and control those IT resources, whether it be building new servers, um, uh, applying patches, application configs, and so forth. Um, you know, the, with cloud, uh, that, 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 that changed. It was, it, no one, no one expects to file a ticket anymore and say, hey, well, I hope it, uh, I hope IT gets to it sometime soon, you know, uh, and, and, and waits to watch, uh, uh, to see when their server's ready. They wouldn't do it themselves. Like, how do I go do it myself? And, and, and sometimes those, those, uh, those requests get complicated. Sometimes they're, you know, hey, I need an entire uh, application stack, but to the end user, it's, it's just saying, hey, I just need, um, you know, this version of my application up and running to test. Now, mm -hmm. what what it takes to build that version, they don't want to have to worry about that, and 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 that's where you know uh, sort of I, I think um, uh, that 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 management aspect is kind of fallen out of vogue a little bit. Now, sure, there's a management side of setting the the system up, managing right. the system, and managing you know sort of the access as it comes in and so forth. But um, you know, it's 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 more about access. Got it. No, that that makes total sense. Um, Sort of a bit of a, a, a change of, of direction here, but in the same vein, would I mean I think I think you sort of hinted at this earlier too. Like there was a point where CMP cloud management was sort of in vogue, right? Like as, as a term that was probably I risk calling it a buzzword. I think it, it became one, but it wasn't at the time. Where was was there a moment where it seemed like people were purchasing CMPs without even realizing what? they were at the time? 
because of how how popular the, the term was and, and how widely spread it was it was becoming? Um, I, I think there was a phase where we would talk to uh, prospects and, and then they they sort of like, hey, I want to I want to manage all my clouds from one one place, one console maybe. Um, you know, I have you know one person whose job it is to 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 make this cloud stuff work. But I think a lot of IT enterprises have have have, have you know, uh, as they've adopted cloud, have, have, have matured their operational models where that's not an issue anymore. Um, the part they, they, they still toil with is like, how do I put this in the hands of my users in a safe and a, in a productive way? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that the, the focus is sort of shift a little bit away from the, you know, um, you know, management side and more towards the, um, you know, access side. So I, I, I would hope that leads to at least, you know, a better conversation. Right, where you start talking to people who get a, they understand more of what they're actually looking for and, and what a CMP can be. Whether or not they're using the term, they understand the concept behind it. It, it does, it does. Uh, because, you know, you know our, ourselves, the last thing we want to find ourselves in, in the place of is, is doing like a feature chase mm-hmm. uh, with a console like AWS or, or Azure or, or GCP. We don't want to be chasing them for you know, the, the latest and greatest management feature they've added. Like the, our users, our, our admins, administrators of CloudBolt should be able to go in and use those clouds as much as they want. Um, again, it's it's just about, you know, what do you want to expose to um, to the end users? So it's almost like being a, a curator of a museum. You know what I mean? If IT is the museum, you're, you're curating the assets in that, that museum to, for those 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 users coming in and accessing those resources. Okay. You're, you're creating a very controlled environment, a, a very controlled uh, display or, 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 or access motion for those users. So when they log in, they can go find the outcome they're looking for and trigger that and get, get, and get back to work. Um, that's really what, 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 what it's about today. Got it. And I'm sure you have, you, you may, may or may not have a ready-made answer for this one. Cause I'm sure it gets brought up a lot, but you know, again, it, back to, to me, you know, pr- pretending I'm that CIO, that CFO, and all of this sounds great, right? The idea of, of, of creating better access for, for my organization at every level to how they're interacting with the, the, the cloud environment and just IT writ large. It sounds wonderful, but it obviously, I, I, to me, being just the one person at the top, it can also sound a little daunting, right? A little, a little complex. And I think my concern then, especially if I've looked at, you know, just maybe things you read online because that's how people learn these days. How do you, how do you avoid, or is it possible to avoid those situations where maybe you're, you're getting yourself deep in sort of a professional services hole, or you start adding on these band-aids and little short fixes and workarounds on top of what ended up being built at the start? Like how do you avoid some of those pitfalls to make it less daunting for the people at the top? You're, you're speaking in terms of implementing a, uh, yeah, exactly. a platform like Clubble? Yeah, like if I'm getting it started, what are, where where can those pitfalls be? Like, how do you avoid that? Well, um, I think, um, you know, obviously uh, 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 everything's API driven these days. So mm-hmm. I, I would say, you know, having access to those APIs and, 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 and like, and, and starting small, honestly, you don't, you don't have to bite the whole, uh, automate everything in one shot. Like you could, you could, you could, you can, there's a lot to be gained by gained by, um, you know, incorporating whether it be by group, whether it be by team, whether it be by product, whether it be by integration, there's a lot to be gained by, by pulling those pieces in in phases. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, uh, as you implement a product like, like Cloudbolt or, 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 or a, um, any sort of, uh, automation technology. 
Um, I think, um, you know, uh, uh, you know, the approach I like to see uh, is, is sort of, you know, build an island to goodness and then let it expand. You know, others will see it and it sort of expands throughout the enterprise, um, you know, uh, uh, show, show how it's done and then, uh, um, you know, see old, uh, show it, sell it, hide it, keep it, right? You know, show it uh, in the enterprise, and people will, will latch onto it, and and uh, um, it'll 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 move pretty quickly throughout the organization. So, to that end, what are the KPI I would want to look for, right? Whether you, I, I I agree, I think starting small makes total sense, right? For something that can be sort of unwieldy in the wrong hands, yeah. In, yeah. In, a, in a manner of speaking, right? A lot can. <laughs> I don't want to say go wrong, right? Because I don't think that's what it is. I just I just think a lot of things can get out of hand if you're not yeah. careful. But if I'm starting small, you know, I'm looking to grow, I'm looking to grow this right. What are those KPI that I should be looking uh, at to make sure it's, it's it, doing what we want? I, I think one KPI is, is sort of service desk requests. Like how much can I drive down those service requests? How much can I, um, how much efficiency can I create on that service desk? So they're not, they're not doing the repetitive tasks and I'm putting that in the hands of users. Um, another one that's it's somewhat related is, is user adoption. How many users are actually picking up and using this on on a day-to-day or, or, or week-to-week basis. Um, those are great KPIs to, to track that. Um, you know, uh, uh, from there, you could also look at uh, cloud spend uh, with a product like CloudBolt. Well, uh, sorry, I'm going back into my market, putting my sales hat on, but, uh, um, you know, this, this, this uh, uh, you know, a capability to be able to provide that, that cloud, uh, cloud cost analysis. Um, you should see a cl- cloud savings. You see, should see more efficiency. So uh, tracking that efficiency, and, and we define efficiency as resources, you know, that are being used and, and not sitting there unused, whether it be, you know, disconnected volumes, snapshots, um, uh, uh, EC2 instances, or, or VMs sitting there uh, doing nothing. You know, being able to see those, track those, and report on those will 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 certainly uh, be great KPIs to track, and, and, and relatively easy KPIs. Yeah, no, I was going to say that's all pretty straightforward. Um... But it's it's it can always be tough if you're not if you don't know it like where do you start? Yeah. Um, so I do want to take a step back from this specific topic, right? I want I want to I want to come back to it in a second, but I actually want to know a little bit more, you know, about about sort of your cloud journey necessarily, right? Like we're just right off the bat, were were you really familiar with cloud technology and, and, and even spe- specifically hybrid and multi cloud infrastructure before? working at CloudBolt? Like what were you, what was your relationship to the cloud? Yeah, that's a good question. So, so um, early on, I, I have to admit, I was a little bit of a cloud skeptic. I was, I was sort of like, you know, it, okay, cloud is another name for hosting. We had, we had um, back in the day, we had act, app, application server, uh, was application, application service providers, ASPs, you know, they'll run your app for you. Right. You know, and then, then you know, we had tons of hosting going on for years. Um, uh, and, and, but it, it occurred to me one day that it's not necessarily, um, it, it's not about the, the mode of operation. It's more about, you know, how you get to those, those outcomes. Like, so, so for instance, it's all software driven. It's, it's, it's the app stupid. That's, that's, that's kind of the, the thing that came to me one day is like, Hey, it's not, it's not the cloud, it's not the servers. It's, it's, it's the app stupid. It's, it's the fact that it's an app I can go in. And, and trigger these builds and build networks and connect things and do all this stuff completely virtually, okay? Whereas, you know, traditionally I'd have to, you know, call up my, my, my service provider and ask them to set up a network this way or set up my router this way or apply these configs or change this, change that. 
you know, this is all completely software driven. And that's really kind of where the light bulb went on. Um, you know, and, 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 and uh, you know, prior to being at, at Cloudbolt, I was in more of a development type role. And, uh, you know, I can remember the frustration of, uh, you know, in those early years as cloud started really coming into play of, of having to answer questions like, well, you, know, um, you want a new server, okay. Uh, do you want it in the cloud or do you want it in, 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 in VMware? I don't care. Like, I just want, I just want access. Just, I just need SSH access to a server somewhere. Um, you know, and, uh, you know, seeing that early on uh, at the, at the sort of the start of the DevOps movement um, made it really, uh, uh, you know, easy to, to um, throw my hat in with Cloudbolt when the time came and, and really come in and, uh, you know, drive this concept to, uh, to fruition. Was there any specific thing that convinced you about, about Cloudbolt, cloud management, or, because obviously, again, obviously, like you said, you're, position on it on cloud in general changed over time but but beyond that like really deciding this is the direction i want to go in my career well i i think um you know uh, i i t automation was always interesting um, i always had sort of a touch of of, of 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 the hardware side in me too uh, as well as the software side so it was kind of interesting you know back in the offshore days pulling those together to build sort of like these uh uh, software orchestrated systems, uh, being able to take that to the cloud where a very API, API heavy environment um, made it really easy to sort of made it, I wouldn't say easy, made it a lot easier to, to orchestrate these things. And that was kind of interesting. And, and, and um, you know, I, I can remember a, a friend I was working with uh, back at, back in the day was telling me over lunch, he's like, ah, oh, you know, I want to try out some different content management systems. And, you know, I, I, I went on Google to spin up a, a uh, WordPress server, and, and you know, after an hour, I gave up. Then I went over to AWS and gave up on that. And after, after an hour, and Azure, like, wasn't even a thing yet. So, um, and, and, and all he wanted to do was try Joomla, uh, uh, WordPress, and uh, well, Drupal. Wanted to compare to th- the three. Um, that time, I was a club. Of, you know, let me get you a blueprint. Let me spin you up a blueprint uh, uh, to to help you with that. So I spun up a blueprint, and I just you know, tied them back to uh, a you know simple deployment of each one of those, and he was able to go in there and deploy them and. And, and really target the cloud. He honestly didn't care about what cloud was in. He just wanted to uh, uh, see the application running. And, and that's kind of when a light, light bulb went on for me at least, like, wow, like this is a very technical person. This is someone who, who knows tech inside and out um, and, and uh, doesn't want to be concerned with, with all the, the details of learning how to deploy this in the cloud. It's, it, it just works to, to borrow a phrase from Apple. I mean, it's, it's um, you know, uh, there's always going to be the, the, those out there that love tweaking their configs and love getting down and dirty and, and, and be very specific and, and, and how they configure these resources. But I think the vast majority of the mainstream users, um, you know, and, and one of the biggest differentiators for cloud is the ability to get, get to that outcome faster. And anything you do to get your, your users to that outcome faster is going to pay off in spades. Honestly, I can't think of anything that is more universal, right? Than sometimes you just need to see it work. Right. You, true. Need, you need to like, you could even, you could be told everything we've said on this podcast up to this point, but yep. if you, sometimes you really do need to, to see it or at least hear it from someone that, that you, that you believe someone you trust. And, and it, right. it, it just goes, yep. and you need all that information to get there. Right. It, it's not yep. going to be like, Oh, one day I'm out and one day I'm in, but I, I can totally relate. You know, it's, it's yep. once you see He's it, believing. Yep. Yeah, yep. Exactly. It's, it's, it's a, cliche phrase to be sure, but it's, it, it, I can't say it better. Right. Right. Um, and, and I'm curious beyond that too. How, what would you say have been some of, 
I don't want to say weirdest, but maybe some of the most unique uses you've ever you've ever encountered or even unique requests for what a CMP could do beyond, you know, the surface level, you know, here it's doing the automation, it's doing the, you know, the, the self-service and the provisioning and the orchestration. Like what, are there any like unique uses that have come out of that, that just took you off guard in a good way? Um, uh, I mean, they're, they're, they're all about provisioning a workload of some sort. Um, you know, there's, there's always, you know, uh, uh, you know, the, the idea of, of provisioning workloads that are uh, not uh, uh, something you've seen. We had one customer who, who would uh, spin up these massive workloads into um, Azure to do risk analysis. And they had a very specific way of spinning up their resources into Azure in terms of how many servers went per resource group and spreading them, spreading them across multiple resource groups in a nice, you know, organized grid. And I, it's interesting. It was a very specific way of deploying, um, but uh um, you know that that's not that that abnormal. I don't think, but uh, uh, you know that kind of thing is is always a uh, fun to see uh, when you have a really unique uh, workload. And we were and, and and that that process would take you know 10, 15 minutes to run, and and they had their full entire cluster up and going and ready to operate. Um, that was a the you know the 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 end product was pretty pretty astounding when you really think about what that would have taken. You know, you know, 20 years ago, 10, even 15 years ago. It's amazing how quickly those things change, mm-hmm. um, which kind of brings me back to, to an area I wanted to cover. And, and there's a few angles I want to take on this, but you mentioned earlier Terraform, right? If you want to talk about technology changing, you know, coming in and, and, and doing something different or at least, you know, giving new challenges. So what... Are there any ways that you feel, like you mentioned, you don't see it necessarily as cloud management per se, but how has Terraform, which some would say it's a buzzword as well. Some would say uh, it, it's, it's the next big thing. I don't you know, have, have a dog in the fight either way, I, I, but I'm curious, how do you feel that's changed the game for what a CMP is, how people perceive cloud management, you know, what it just means going forward in your eyes? So I think uh, uh, Terraform is a great technology. Like I, I said it before, I love it. I think it's super cool. Um, I remember uh, years ago playing with declarative type stuff uh, on the on the vCenter platform uh, on my own. Uh, I always saw a lot of uh, potential in that 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 world. Um, I, I, you know, Cloudbold's stance is 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 we want to embrace all these technologies. Like we support Ansible, we support uh, we support Terraform. We we, we love those things. We want to take those and, and and wrap them up in a nice neat box. Okay, that you can present to a user to say, hey, user, do you need this workload? Here you go. Again, the most end users are not going to care that you're using Terraform. They don't care that you're using Ansible. They don't care what cloud you're in. They just want to get to the outcome. And if that outcome, if we can get to that outcome better and faster using Terraform, by all means, we'll use Terraform to do it. Um, and, and, and that's that's a that's a key uh, differentiator for CloudBolt uh, because let's face it, go to any IT shop and it's really kind of a veritable you know, wasteland of, of, of orchestration tools from years past, right? Uh, we can't every two to three years or even five years say, hey, let's, here's a new one, it's better, let's rewrite all of our automations in this tool. Hey, here's a new one, it's better, let's rewrite all our automations in this tool. That, that, that can't happen, okay? Right. So you're so, seeing it more almost as a, in the right hands, it's a compliment, not necessarily yeah, an alternative. Absolutely, it's, it's a tool and there'll, there'll be tools beyond after Terraform and, and, and beyond, it, it's, it's a, um, but, but Terraform is not going anywhere. It's always going to be here with us, just as 
you know, the, the, the last generation of tools are. So um, it, it's, you know, it's great. And, and, you know, to borrow a term, you know, we love to uh, uh, um, embrace and extend uh, those tools and, 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 and turn those into, to, uh, uh, you know, tools that end users can trigger them on their own to get to the outcomes they want. In that vein, and, you know, don't, don't get yourself in trouble here, but I, I, I do want to know, like, if, if I'm looking for, I don't even know if it's possible, but like, from what a CMP can do, the, 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 the breadth and the scope of it. Are there really, if I'm looking to get that level of functionality, are there really alternatives to it? Or is a CMP really just something I, that whether or not I think it's a dirty word, I need to, I need to look at. Um, I, I think, you know, in its totality, in, in its totality, like what, what a CMP is right now, um, you know, uh, and, and, and sorry, I'm going to borrow a little bit from Cloudbolt, but but there's there's it goes far beyond just provisioning a workload. Okay, mm-hmm. um, you know, h- how do I provision that workload? How are how are um, you know how are uh, credentials shared? Okay, um, how's policy enforced um, after that workload's deploy- deployed? Are we are we are is it is it optimized? Is it run- Is it still running? Is it still being used? Is it cleaned up properly? Um, you know, I hear many cases of, you know, hey, we use Terraform, but eh, it leaves a lot of stuff behind, you know, things like that. You know, being able to, to, to provide that, that, that full spectrum coverage is, is critical. Uh, it's critical, critical to any hybrid cloud strategy. Now, you know, I kind of say it's, you know, it's the pre-deploy, deploy, post-deploy uh, lifecycle. Like you, you need to cover that entire lifecycle. And, and a lot of tools out there may, may cover certain aspects of that. Um, but uh, uh, you know, you need a, a sort of uh, a cradle to grave type hybrid cloud strategy that that uh, you know the 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 cradle starts at pre deploy before you've even pushed the button, and the grave you know you know may not come for a while. That workload may be sitting around for a while, but you want to you want to uh, be able to make good decisions when it's when it's time to put it in its grave. No, I think that sums it up pretty pretty well. Uh, I really only have one more question, and and it's something that. Uh, Honestly, I, I kind of want to ask everyone new to the pod, you know, the, the sort of the same question and, 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 and pick your brain on this. But, you know, it's, 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 a, it's an old question, but I think a good one. If you look at how everything's changed from when you started looking at cloud, from when you started working at CloudBolt, when you started really understanding cloud management and what goes into that, all the different tools, all the different, tech, all the different uh, techniques that are needed to really make it run. And you try and project that out a little bit. If you are looking five years in the future, right? Like what's your one bold prediction for the cloud in those five years? Um, One, okay, I have a lot of bold predictions. I'm limiting you to one, I'm sorry. Um, We can bring you back on and talk about some of the others, but let's get one. I I think there's gonna be some tension between the cloud providers and enterprise. Um, as to, to, to turn the cloud provider back into a commodity-based service. Um, I think early on, that was sort of the initial, one of the initial ideas is that, you know, cloud would come out and be sort of this utility, like, like water and everything else. Like you just buy compute, buy storage, buy, buy uh, networking bandwidth. Um, and I think that um, is, is, you know, where it came from. And I think over time, it is, you know, it, it, no one wants to be in the bean selling business. That's the commodities business. Um, I, I think they've, you know, you've started seeing an emergence of a lot of value add and, 
and higher margin services that are very beneficial and great services uh, that enterprises are taking advantage of. But I think they're going to start looking at ways to 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 uh, push cloud back into that commodity role uh, and turn it back into sort of something they can uh, choose to use on a um, you know per call basis and, and sort of with some intelligence uh, uh, adaptability in that process. Uh, and that's that's certainly area where um, you know. Um, you know, we're focusing uh, going forward on the future from that, based on that vision. All right. I like it. Well, thank you so much, Rick, for joining us today. You know, love to have Great. you back. Thanks for having me. No All problem. Right. Uh, before signing off, I just want to know, do you want to tell, you know, the listeners where they can find you? Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, LinkedIn, I'm on LinkedIn, pretty easy to find on there. And uh, uh, yeah, you know, Rick at cloudbolt.io. All right. Well, thank you again so much. And uh, we'll bring you back soon. Cool. Thanks. Have a good one. You've been listening to the Cloud Junkies podcast presented by CloudBolt Software. For more information on CloudBolt, we can be found at cloudbolt.io and on LinkedIn. I'm your host, Michael Wool, And I can also be found on LinkedIn, as well as on Twitter, at amichaelwoll. Thanks for listening. See you next time.